What's good, everybody? You already know I'm your host, Mr. Awesome, aka A1 for short, because I got the sauce. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Be Strong, Stay Strong podcast. We're officially to season two, the new level. I am happy to be here, happily. Happy for you all to join me. <laughs> I'm already messing up now, but we're gonna keep it rolling. Uh, this is a show where I discuss anything decultureized from gaming, MMA, anime, wrestling, superheroes, and most importantly, self improvement. You know, at the end of this day, I want you all to take something from this podcast, to, uh, take it to your life, so that way you can become the best hero uh, possible for yourself. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are officially into season two, uh, 50 episodes in. I'm really excited. Um, you know, I was been, we took a week off and I, you know, I'm sure you all missed me. I definitely missed you all, but I wanted to do it right. I wanted to give this, to give some time to really sit on, uh, my planning for this podcast and where I want to go and not just with the podcast, but with like the YouTube channel and things like that. Just had to really take a self-assessment and, you know, arrange some things. Um, that being said, I've, as I've announced in the prior episodes, I'm going to switch to a longer formatted content and focus more on quality as opposed to quantity. You know, first half went according to plan. I was really just trying to build that consistency, uh, build that, um, you know, uh, skill of talking to a microphone for a long period of time. And I've done pretty well. Um, but I'm not going to lie. The quality, you know, it definitely compromised the quality when I just try to force out two episodes a week. Um, then I, there have been plenty of times where it would be the day before I was supposed to release an episode and I'm like, oh crap, I'm really not in the mood, but I'm going to put one out regardless. And Hey, like I said, that builds discipline, which is important, but I no longer need that. I want to focus more on quality because at the end of the day, if you're not listening to my stuff, <laughs> uh, if you don't want to enjoy it, I can never grow. Uh, first half, I was not focused on views per se. Um, views were nice, but I was just focusing on just putting the best quality content out there. And now I want to kind of use this format to really just talk about things that I'm interested in on a deeper, more uh, informal level. And wow, and then also just kind of inform you all about myself and stuff. You know, give personal, you know, up life updates and things like that. So with that being said, um, we're gonna have a two structure um, part, two part format for the podcast going forward. First half or one half will be anything about uh, you know what's going on in the world relating to like just the things I named earlier anime, MMA, wrestling, anime, cartoons and stuff like that, and just other things that I'm interested in gaming most importantly as well. Whereas the other half, I will kind of just uh, dial in on a specific lesson or topic uh, related to self improvement. Also give like you know life updates and stuff as to. Uh, what it pertains to my goals and stuff So uh, when I go on my YouTube channel That's going to be more formal structured content uh, Shorter episodes obviously uh, So that way You know you can just click on that episode Get what you need And keep it moving But uh, I'm not going to have as many frequently updates and stuff like that This is what, If you want to get more updates as to me And it was like what's going progressing And how I'm progressing and going through life On a weekly basis uh, This will be the place to come to uh, and I'm happy for it So I know I'll probably have two different audiences But I would appreciate it if people uh, You know go back and forth between the two Because at the end of the day I want to bring in the best value to you As possible in all formats With that being said If you haven't already You can subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, YouTube.com slash Mr. Awesome I'll link it in the description 
Um, you can also follow me on all social medias or main two, which is Twitter, Mr. Awesome824, and Instagram, Mr. Underscore Awesome TV. Uh, I'll be more active. I'm uh, a lot more active on those two platforms. And, you know, I'll be more active going forward, just trying to really market the podcast. Oh, with that being said, follow the new Instagram page for this podcast, the BS3 podcast. Um, that pod, that uh, Instagram page is going to be dedicated to more um, podcast related things. I'll leave in you know, updates whenever a new episode launches. I'll post it on that page and then also post in like snippets and tidbits um, for the new viewers obviously if you listen to it now it doesn't matter because i'm trying to plan I'm using that page to draw in more viewers to this but i kind of want to diversify my page um and kind of uh, compartmentalize it in a way to where um you know on a certain page you can you know you know what you're getting into and what you what you can expect um so i'm going to link that instagram page in the description as well with that being said let's get right into the topic as you can tell by the title Thor Mid and Thunder um, This past weekend At the time of the recording It is July 10th On a Sunday And I went back home To Detroit To see To visit my friends And family And with my friends We all saw uh, The Thor movie together And I kind of wanted To just break it down And give my thoughts And opinions on the movie um, I actually recorded An episode uh, Already recorded A 50th episode um, but I ended up just, you know, scrapping it because I really want to just not wait on this, uh, topic before it gets too old and stuff. So I didn't want to wait. I really had to get off my chest because overall, ladies and gentlemen, as sad as it is to start off the new, uh, chapter with a movie review, uh, like this, but honestly, the movie was kind of disappointing. Trust me. I love everything Marvel. Uh, I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm a big MCU fan. I like DC and stuff too. I'm not really biased, but you know, if we talk about movies, uh, Marvel has it in the bag. Um, you know, I've seen all the MC movies. I know a lot about the characters and the comics and how they intertwine. I'm seeing pretty much most. I see pretty much all the uh, MCU shows and stuff like that on Disney Plus. I haven't seen the Netflix shows that have been put on there yet. So Daredevil and stuff like that, I have not seen. <laughs> I do apologize, but for some reason, I just never got into it. But with that being said, I was really. We were all. Me and my friends included were all hyped up for this movie because you know, um, Thor three was really great, and Taika Waititi returned to direct. And you know, we're gonna pretty much just you know, I know that it's hard to really, let's say, beat that uh, bar, surpass the bar that he set with Thor three. But I was expecting it to at least be you know close to it, right? Um, and prior to the movie coming out, you know, I try not to look at reviews and have reviews, di- you know determine my opinions on things but i was seeing some early reviews of the movie and they were looking good but i'm like all right whatever i'm gonna form my own opinion i'm not gonna take it into consideration but for record for for reference rotten tomatoes put it at like a 68 percent uh and i'm like okay well that's interesting because that's i think thor one gotten was in like the 70s uh the lowest one uh thor two was in the 63 percent and prior to that uh before Eternals came out, Thor was the low, Thor two was the lowest rated MCU movie out of what twenty something twenty plus movies. So that was really surprising. So now I think I think Rag I think well Thor Love and Thunder may be the third lowest uh, rated MCU movie. I could be wrong, but uh, that's surprising. But honestly, you know, after seeing the movie, 
I gotta say, I, I guess I, I kind of agree. Uh, I don't, I didn't look at the reasoning behind uh, the critics' 70, uh, 68%, but I would probably rate it around that low 70 uh, range because, yeah, this movie um, was not as good, not nearly as good as Thor 3. And honestly, I think I like Thor 1 better than this one. So if I were to rank them, it would be Thor Ragnarok, Thor 1, Thor Love and Thunder, and then Thor Dark World. So, um, that's kind of my overall grading for the movie, but let me get into why, you know, and, uh, let me start off with what I did like, uh, cause I know, like, a lot of people got their opinions and stuff like that, but hey, this is my opinion at the end of the day, but I have a reason behind it. Uh, overall, this movie felt like it was a kiddie movie, like, really meant for, like, little, little kids. Um, it was, like, a lot of different tones that didn't match. Oh, yeah, before I get into it, I will try to avoid major spoilers, but as I explain uh, my reasoning and what I liked and disliked and how I would rewrite the movie, naturally, I would get into some spoiler territory. So if you haven't already, just be warned. Um, if you don't want to listen to it, skip forward to the second half of the podcast, and you can just, I'll talk about other stuff. But um, this is your warning now, so spoilers, if you haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, three, two, one, let's go. So yeah, what I did like uh, was Gore. Gore was a pretty good villain. Uh, on his own, I should say. Um, uh, Christian Bale did his job. I would have liked to see more Gore and more of his acting, but you know what we got was decent. Um, definitely a plus for the movie. I like Jane. I like the Mighty Thor. Sure, uh, for the most part, there were some issues that I had, but you know, no character was perfect in this movie. But I liked her overall. I like how they did her character and what they did with it for the movie, uh, how they introduced her, and so on and so forth. Uh, some of the comedy, some of it was decent. The intro was, uh, it started off, the movie started off good. Um, it, the comedy was good, started off fast-paced. It started off a little slow, but then went right into fast-paced, had some action sequences, uh, which leads me into the next part. I love the action sequences that they had. It was um, a decent amount of action throughout the movie. Um, it, wasn't, it, was a, it was a lot of talking in the movie. Uh, but I think that the action balanced it out nicely. There was like a good four to five, there was like about five, probably six main fighting sequences throughout the entire movie, which was really nice to see. So that was good. Um, a side note, minor spoiler, but Chris even had a lot of his family members in the movie. They played various characters too. So that was something me and my friends were talking about after the fact. Uh, just earlier, like, oh yeah, such and such was, you know, Chris Hemsworth's son, as you've probably seen in the trailer, um, I know that his brother is in it, uh, and his daughter is in it, and his wife was in it, so, and I think they also said that a few of Taika Waititi's kids were in it as well, but I didn't, I didn't know who they were and what they looked like, so, um, but yeah, uh, what that, what about that, that was basically all the likes, really. And those were really broad, and I honestly, I kind of reached for it. I was kind of reaching for it, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I don't want it to seem like this is a hate movie, like a hate review. It's not. Um, like I said, I was left disappointed because I had really, I was really excited for the movie, and I really had not outraged our expectations, but, um, it, you know, just being honest. And me saying I'm disappointed in it is honestly an honest review because I'm definitely more likely to give Marvel some leeway. Because uh, I know that the writing isn't the best, the villains aren't the best. X, Y, and Z, but they make up for it, um, for the interconnected storylines, there's characters, development, and X, you know, action sequences, and then comedy, lightheartedness, but a lot of that was lacking in this one, it was kind of a little, almost inexcusable a lot, so, leads me to my dislikes, 
Uh, the biggest thing for me was that they kept forcing the jokes. Man, like, Taika Waititi took a comedic approach to Thor and Thor Ragnarok, which was nice. Uh, but he he was like, he took that. He was like, oh, y'all like that? All right, let's double it or triple it, quadruple it, it felt like. They had some funny jokes in there, but then they quickly got old because they just kept forcing it down our throats. Uh, minor spoilers, as you've seen in, in the trailer, they got goats and stuff. And every time they, every scene they shown the goats, which they did frequently in this movie, the goats were screaming for no reason. And that was the whole gag. Okay, when they first brought them in, okay, it's funny, it's cool, the goats are screaming, they silly and whatever. But then every single time you seen them, it was just screaming. Ah, ah, it was just like, yo, okay, I get it. I get it. You know. And like I said, they did this, They it was riddled throughout the movie. Every every scene, the goats were with them the entire movie. And every scene they showed the goats, they were screaming for some reason. That was annoying. Uh, and then other jokes, a minor spoiler, but... Uh, as you all probably seen in the trailer, Jane Foster has Mjolnir, and, and Mjolnir is the same Mjolnir from you know the main timeline, and it's just put back together. And um, when Thor seen that and seen that his ex girlfriend and his ex weapon were together, he was getting a little jealous, right? But then uh, they gave Stormbreaker feelings, <laughs> like uh, it made it like Stormbreaker was jealous. That Thor was jealous of Mjolnir and Jane, and it was like a like the like the like the girlfriend, you know, was, you know, like the jealous. They made Stormbreaker into the jealous girlfriend, and at first it was funny because you know, like I said, they forced a joke. When they, the first couple scenes, they were light, minor, really nothing to it, just you know, comedy. Uh, Thor would try to call in Mjolnir with his hand, but it wouldn't come to him, and then he would slowly call in Stormbreaker himself, and he'd be like, "Oh, oh, yeah, oh, hey, buddy, how you doing?" You know, acting all shocked and trying to play it off and stuff. But then they messed up where they made it affect the plot, as you all have probably seen in the trailers. So anything that was shown in trailers is fair game for me to talk about. So you know, you all seen that he was traveling on a boat with his friends and stuff. Reason why they had to do that, and that was basically through the Bifrost, which I went the long way with those freaking goats, <laughs> uh, was because when Thor tried to use the Bifrost to go to wherever he had to go to, I'll explain later, but to chase after Gore, um, Stormbreaker was mad at him and wouldn't cooperate. So when he tried to Bifrost into whatever the Shadow Realm or something, it shot him right back to where he was, and he had to crash and burn. And he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, Stormbreaker's just acting, you know, acting out right now or whatever." I'm like, "Yo, you make that's y'all a good excuse to to you know use the goats. That's your excuse to use this boat and have him, you know, because Stormbreaker's just upset and jealous of you. <laughs> like, really, Marvel? Come on." <laughs> um. Like, I, I get, like, they want to have an excuse to use the boats and stuff, but that was the best one they got. Like, I could, I'll could, i get into it later where I, I, how I would rewrite that scene, but that was just, I was done for me. <laughs> um, uh, the pacing, so I, as I, uh, the pacing and the tones were just all over the place. Um, like I said, Gore on his own was good, but when you put him in this movie, it was just, it just, it, honestly, it, it, Gore was not the best it, overall out of MCU. Like, Gore does not do... He does not break that stigma of good MCU villains. Like, you know, Gore will be that next forgetful villain in the MCU out of the dozens and dozens and dozens of ones we had. He has so much great potential. Uh, Marvel or Taika Waititi, whoever you want to blame, they just they just doing they didn't do him good justice. Honestly, the introduction, how they introduced him, was really strong. We understood it. It was straight to the point, point. Um, and we, I felt for him. 
um, it was kind of like that understandable villain. Like, okay, I understand why you're doing what you're doing. I don't agree with it, obviously, and the way you're going about it is wrong. But I get it. You know, it makes sense. We've seen why, <laughs> you know. Um, but then, it, it, you know, after that, it was just like, no. Uh, Literally, like, in the scenes, whenever you show he's obviously a black and white figure, when they go to the Shadow Realm, it's black and white, but everything else is super colorful, you know, rainbows and bright colors and everything is super saturated. That's how the tone felt. It was just, you know, gore was there, gray, dull, you know, no, you know, serious tone, and then after, right after that, the next scene, goofy, silly, bright color, they're just like, okay, this does not, the, the pacing was just really off. Um... The ending was kind of a dud, dull, you know, I don't want to get into too heavy of the spoilers, but I just was not satisfied with the ending, it was, it, it, you know, it was, it was, the, it was an ending, but it wasn't a good one, it didn't really do a good job at tying up any plot holes and stuff, um, but I don't think they were, to be honest, <laughs> uh, yeah, it just felt like it was just a, you know, spoiler alert, they, they're obviously, they're setting up for Thor 5, so that's kind of what it was. It was just like the ending was just, all right, this is the setup. I'm like, all right. So, yeah, Thor 5 in the future. Don't know when, don't know where, but, you know, you're going to get another another one. Which, if the movie was better, I would have been excited for it. But now I'm a little worried because now I feel like they're going to be milking Thor. Um, till you know, till Chris Hemsworth, you know, can't develop in his superhero physique any longer. They'll be, they might, they'll even keep him as old Thor and keep him around, so... Yeah, as long as Chris Hemsworth is excited to play Thor, they're gonna keep making Thor movies. I'm, I'm afraid. Um, and last spoiler, last my biggest dislike, which is a big spoiler, um, but honestly, it doesn't even matter because it's just so pointless. But um, the ending fight scene included a bunch of kids, and um, it was a it was Thor and his army of children. Well, he gave them all the power of Thor for some reason, just temporarily. Didn't know he could do that, but you know, hey, they brought that out out his butt. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, I give you all the power of Thor, and they are with supercharged and stuff like that. And Gore had his army of shadow demons and stuff, so he would you know use the shadows to develop, like to to create these scary spider-like monsters, various different monsters, snakes, spiders, different types of creatures and stuff like that. And, you know, when they he introduced them early in the movie and they were fighting all the Asgardians and stuff like that, they were having troubles. Thor had to come save them and all that. And then Mighty Thor and Valkyrie and all everyone had to come save them. They were having a little, you know, Thor and them weren't having no struggle, but the Asgardians were. Uh, but then the kids, you know, with the power of Thor and their golden weapons, they were just smacking them around, shooting them with laser eyes. Laser bunnies, man. Laser-eyed bunnies. <laughs> like I said, these are little kids, like, not even 10 years old. Like, straight-up little kids. And they were fighting, taking on shadow demons. It's like, they were nothing. Uh, and it just made a whole, like I said, they just made Gore into a joke, honestly. Like, Gore, he fought Thor one-on-one. Uh, and, and and Mighty Thor and stuff like that and everybody else, but he was you know giving them the hands. But those kids, those demons didn't do nothing. And I know those demons were mindless and stuff like that, but come on, man, he just made Gore's army just super pointless. Like, so yeah, that was the biggest spoiler. There. Well, that was one of the biggest spoilers there, but you know it was just my biggest hate because we were just like, really, man? Okay, we get it. Uh, but yeah. So overall. I feel like this movie was really just meant for like little kids. It felt like, um, you know. So if you do want to enjoy it, 
And if you do want to watch it still, I just suggest you, hey, don't think too hard about it. Don't expect this well-written masterpiece with deep writing and deep character development is not the case. Um, you know, just shut off your brain and enjoy for what it is, a comedy movie. That's essentially what this movie is. It's just a big comedy because there was a lot of com- comedic sequences. They had some good action sequences, but it was comedy throughout the entire movie. Uh, it was almost like maybe the ending like, you know, after the battle, final battle concluded, that was probably, like, the most serious part. But even the beginning was comedy. And that was supposed to be a serious moment, too. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just so much comedy. It's just, like, yeah, it's, this is more of a, you know, t- like I said, Taika Waititi took that comedic approach to Thor 3, which is, you know, gave it ten times as much this time. And it was just like, all right, now we get it. <laughs> uh, honestly, like I, I told my friends this, but I feel like this movie was meant to sell merchandise. Uh, because there's a lot of um, pointless things introduced like okay thor had like six outfit changes throughout the entire movie he was like monk thor in that outfit that robe like outfit then he was guarding to the galaxy thor uh, when he was fighting with them and then uh he turned into like the sweetest part of the sweetest outfit where he only wore for like t- five minutes uh when he was uh like the furry cape thor when he went to, uh to the uh to the finals of the gods but then when he got back to new asgard he met Jane as Mighty Thor, and he's like, oh, who is this person, blah, 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 and then he immediately, and Jane looked like him, so he, he changed his, from his uh, cape, his furry cape outfit to that gold and blue one, which was the worst one of them all, you thought that looked the best, but it, that mask was dumb, um, <laughs> that mask did not look good, but, uh, so yeah, he, like I said, he wore that furry cape one for like the span of like five minutes uh, <laughs> in the movie, and yeah, so changed right into the uh, gold and blue one, and then you know he wore that I think the most throughout the movie. But then at the end he was into a, I think he he turned into a a black and gold outfit, which was it's like okay how many outfits like I like I said I just feel like they just used that movie to just sell a bunch of Thor toys, a bunch of Thor costumes. You got the mighty Thor costumes. You got the you know Stormbreaker didn't change, but you got the new. Uh, Look of Mjolnir, the broken Mjolnir. They could probably sell toys with. They got a Valkyrie sword. Um, in the trailer, they show um, Zeus's thunderbolt. So they had thunder. Uh, that was like a new weapon introduced, and he was using that to uh, fight in the movie. So they got the thunderbolt toys. Uh, they even, I believe, I was even saying they probably, you know, minor spoiler, but they might even have cork masks, face masks out there. Like I can see that. I would not put it past. Marvel and Disney to to start selling cork masks for some reason. Um, so yeah, it's, I just feel like this is a kiddie movie to sell toys to. Um, so if you want to enjoy it, just shut off your brain. Um, honestly, if you want to skip this movie, you probably can because you know in the post credit scenes didn't even connect to other MCU movies. You know how like that's kind of been the thing with these post credit scenes; they will kind of allude to different things. What's next? Uh, the only thing they did was allude to Thor five. So. Honestly, this movie can st- it's almost stands in isolation compared to the rest of the MCU. Um, and you could honestly skip it. Like, the Thor 1 obviously sets up the Avengers. Thor 2, everyone forgets that one. But that at least that introduced in the, the ether, the reality stone. Thor 3 ended with Thanos coming to take the uh, stone from th- uh, Thor and everybody. And destroy Asgard, or the rest of them at least. 
And but this one, I mean, you could, yeah, I don't. There's no connection to the. There's no, yeah. There was absolutely no future connection to a uh, to a movie. So outside of Thor itself. So yeah, this movie stands alone. So if you want to skip it, you honestly can. Uh, the thing about another, I guess another criticism is that Taika Waititi he just does not like to include stakes in his movie, like high stakes and permanent decisions and stuff. Like, yeah, there really weren't any. You know, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. I think Thor went in the way he he left the way he came. There's not really much of a big difference. He, I mean, you know, <laughs> there wasn't really any stakes in the movie. Um, I'll get into why later into the my how I benefit in a minute, but that's just pretty much that. Um, but with that being said, how would I really write this movie and make it better? Um, I'm always coming up with alternatives because, like I said, if I come up with criticism, I'm not just I'm not just coming here to complain about why I didn't like the movie. Uh, I'm always thinking about what I could do to make it better. Even with movies I did like. Like, okay, what I would have done this instead of that. How would I do it? And, you know, if you think differently, by all means, I'd be love to hear it. Just reach out to me and stuff like that. But um, I have some criticisms or some uh, rewrites I would like to do. First and foremost, I would make gore more serious and lethal. Um, so, I thought I only seen the movie once. And, obviously, I can't really see it too many times. On bootleg, or I, I mean, allegedly, <laughs> uh, I only seen it once, but I saw it yesterday, and I, my memory is still pretty fresh. But I believe Gore only had one on-screen kill that entire movie, um, which is at the very beginning when he was first turned into Gore the God Butcher. Uh, and that was it. Like, and then it, after that, it was like they kind of loosely explained what was happening because they Thor found out like he was like, oh, who's killing all these gods and stuff, and then they saw distress signals. And they just briefly explain, oh yeah, someone's been going around murdering these all these gods and stuff like that. Obviously, that was gore and stuff. And you would see the aftermath of his carnage, but you wouldn't see him do anything. Um, so I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking like, okay, probably you know, he's probably going to do some more damage later on. Um, maybe he's probably going to like show up to that uh, God, the city of gods was introduced with Thor, with, well, with Zeus and um, all the other gods in the area. Maybe he's going, you know, everyone was just certain that he was going to show up and just murk all the gods. You know, you got all the gods in one place. Let's just come in and murk them, right? Um, no, he didn't show up at all in that scene. Uh, the gods were all safe besides a couple of them. <laughs> You'll see in the movie yourself um, if you want to. But, yeah. Uh, no. And then when Gore showed up to New Asgard to, you know, try to, I guess, assuming kill kill Thor. Uh, he sent his demons to attack the city to draw Thor. Uh Thor came, so did Mighty Thor and Valkyrie and stuff like that. They were fighting, and then Gore showed up to fight Thor. Uh, and of course, you know, the first guy he killed, it was just instantly. Didn't even give him no time to react. When he came down to fighting the main character, of course, he got plot armor. Uh, he takes a sweet time trying to kill Thor. And he tries to go after, he tries, he sees that uh, Thor calls in Stormbreaker, and then he, Gore looks at it it's like, oh, he wants Stormbreaker for some reason. And I'll explain. So, but no, Thor, you know, as he has his store, his necro sword is the store that all the gods fear because it could kill any god. And it makes Gore stronger, which gives him those powers to control shadows and whatever. Um, but it comes with a caveat that it slowly kills him. Um, the, more, you know, the more he uses it, the more gods he kills, the more powerful it becomes. But it's, it's slowly killing him uh, as a consequence. But he doesn't care because he just wants to kill all the gods. Um, but what is he, his plot... His main motivation is to do that. So what does he try to do? He tries to find eternity 
to grant his wish. So if you find Eternity, which is located in the center of the universe, Eternity is this being where if you find her, um, she will grant any wish that of your desire. No consequences at all. No double stand. No uh, catch or anything. So his wish was, would have been to kill all the gods. Turns out that he needs Stormbreaker to do that because he needs the Bifrost to unlock the gate to the to the Eternity. Uh, Stormbreaker could summon the Bifrost. Yada yada yada. We don't know that until later on in the film. So why he grabs it, we just don't know at the time. But uh, Thor knocks, you know, of course he, you know, he he knocks him away and then Gore just you know walks away. But then uh, obviously Gore has a plan, so he kidnaps all the Asgardian children in New Asgard. Um, you know, these a lot of some some of these kids were important, but they were just shoot horned in. Uh, I'm not even gonna get into it. It's just stupid. But yes, there were some characters, uh, certain kid characters, really important and has a connection to prior movies. But they would just loosely explain, like, "Oh yeah, hey, you're such and such. Hey, how you doing? Blah blah blah. These are your powers. All right, help me." Um, which was bad writing, lazy writing, I would say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Gore intends to use the kids as a lure because obviously. Thor wants to save the kids and you know everyone's freaking out so he's like I'm gonna go find them and save them they're in the shadow realm so uh Gore is the strongest in the shadow realm so let's be careful let me bring in all my friends you know Valkyrie, Korg, Jane as a new Thor um and you know regular Thor uh and so they go there and you know they uh they prior to that they try to recruit the help of the gods and this would have been good was you know, the reason why Gore wants to kill all the gods is because they're super selfish. He believes that, you know, when he needed them the most, they weren't there for them. They laughed at him, blah, blah, blah. This would have been a good play. They kind of explained it and like, you know, you know, have us kind of agree like with his standpoint. You know, uh, Thor went to the city of gods to ask for the help. Zeus was like, no, um, he can't find us here. So we're safer here. He has the necrosword. Um, he can't get into eternity without the key. You know, and then plot twist turned out to be Stormbreaker, but they didn't know that at the time. Um, and yeah, so it's just you know, we're gonna stay here. And then he said, you know, and then Thor was like, Well, they have our Asgardian children, we need to save them. And then Zeus was like, Asgardian children are Asgardian problems, you know. And that was that, that kind of proved Gore's point that like, gods don't care about anyone but themselves. Uh, and that would have been good. They they kind of leaned on that, and they explained it further and used more examples of that, like show more selfish guys to kind of prove Gore's point, even though it's flawed. You know, prove his point. In Thanos, when Thanos was trying to go, you know, commit genocide, eliminate half the uh, universe, he had his motivations. Hey, you know, with himself, his own planet. To you know, uh, too many mouths to feed, not not enough to go around. The city civilization collapsed on itself. Same thing explained with Gomorra. Her planet was poor, struggling, and stuff like that. And when he came and eliminated half of everybody, he said, Hey, the aftermath, clear bellies and blue skies and stuff like that. Uh, full bellies and clear skies. I can't even talk. <laughs> um, and that made, that kind of proved his point. You know, hey, why is he right? And even when he did, when Thanos didn't win, he kind of saw some positive effects from it, you know, in a way. He didn't really see that much of it when it came to Gore's motivations and stuff. We knew why deep down after that first scene, but they didn't really uh, they didn't really hammer that in all the way. I feel like they could have. Um, but yeah, when it came down to Stormbreaker being emotional, um, 
like I talked about before, when Thor first fought Gore, Gore tried to touch Stormbreaker. It would have made more sense if um, Stormbreaker didn't work was because Gore touched it and infected it, and that's why it didn't work. But no, they chose the route of emotional, jealous girlfriend for some reason, you know, and it's like, wow, okay, you, you know. That's how I would... A simple rewrite like that would have made it so much better, made so much more sense and less cringeworthy. Um, but yes. Um, oh yeah, one big thing is to lower the comedy. Um, you know, uh, it was just... Like I said, the, the jokes are just super forced. We got it. Okay, the, the goats scream. They're silly. They're dumb. We get it. We don't got to keep screaming every time. Um, Jane uh, had a... Was trying to figure out, you know, figure out she was new to being a superhero and stuff like that. So she was trying to figure out catchphrases and stuff like that. Because Thor has some catchphrases, and her biggest thing was, oh yeah, here's his catchphrase X Y Z. And then when she finally says her new catchphrase at the end of the movie, it was the dumbest thing ever. I'm like, yo, y'all, some, y'all did all this build up for that. Like that was the worst. That was worse than your first one. <laughs> you know, eat this hammer. Uh, and it's Dr. Jane Foster, you know, aka the Mighty Thor. It's like, man, that's the best y'all got. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the ending fight scene was all right, except for the kids fighting those demons. The the, the fight between, um, you know, Mighty Thor, Thor, Gore were good. Um, as he probably peeped, I meant, did not mention Valkyrie Accord because they were put out of commission. But that goes to my my uh, second part. As I mentioned earlier, with high stakes, it's like be they gotta be okay with killing off certain characters. Uh, spoiler alert, but not many good people died in here, which is you know I guess cool. But you know, Core uh, got hit with a lightning bolt and c- crumbled to a pile of rocks by Zeus. But his face, you know, apparently his face is the only thing that's alive. Hence why I said I feel like they're gonna sell masks of Korg. Uh, so people could wear them because uh, they just carried his face around the whole the rest of the movie. Um, and then Valkyrie, when they were on, uh, when they all went together to fight Korg on the Shadow Realm, uh, she was fighting Korg. I mean, I say Korg, Gore. All these names sound the same, man. <laughs> when she went to go fight Gore, uh, he fought her and stabbed her with the lightning bolt, uh, and then she, you know stabbed her in the back, and she was like, oh my god, you know, she was out. But then, no, they just took her to the hospital. Um, you know, they all, you know, he got Stormbreaker. And, you know, they he, they all left, you know, limping. Um, and she was good the next scene. She's like, oh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm injured. I can't go with you all. I think I lost a, a kidney. I'm like, all right. So that was their excuse for writing her out the final battle. Thor went on his own to go save the kids because Gore still had him. While he was about to unlock the uh, etern- uh, eternity gate or something like that. Um, and then Mighty Thor uh, ended up later coming on, tagging along and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it was a lot going on with this movie, and uh, a lot of it didn't make sense, and it could have been written better. <laughs> um, but overall, like I said, just to recap, I would make Gore more lethal, have him do more on-screen deaths and killings. Like, okay, that was and him showing up at the city of gods would have been a perfect opportunity to see him massacre a bunch of guys at once like you gotta you got all the guys that you want to kill right in the same place and you're super strong the way they were hyping them up was like oh yeah you know we can't take him with that sword right uh you know you could at least snuck kill some couple of them or like kill some main ones or whatever even some side ones that we didn't care about you know that would be a perfect opportunity but nope so missed opportunity with that he didn't kill no one else the rest of the movie besides that first person in the beginning 
Um, so yeah, he's not a deadly villain. Serious, besides those off-screen deaths. Um, show you know more selfish guys to prove his point, so that we can agree with you know in a way, kind of understand where he's coming from. From furthermore, lower the comedy. Stop forcing it. He got it the first time, Taika. You don't got to keep reminding us that these goats are screaming and that Jane Foster does not have a good catchphrase. As as among other things as well. Uh, be okay with killing off and certain characters have ha- or having permanent, you know, consequences to certain actions and stuff. Everything was like that was done was kind of just unwritten. Like, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. We're, you know, one thing I didn't like about Thor 3 was like, uh, or I guess Infinity War, which wasn't Taika's fault, I guess, but... Thor 3 ended with Thor losing his eye. Okay, that's character development. Okay, to become the king of Asgard. Hey, it might come at a you know come at a cost, right? But no, then very next movie, Infinity War, um, chronologically at least, they just gave him a fake eye and just didn't explain it after that. So I'm like, alright, that's the best y'all got. <laughs> yeah, 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 just undid this and then, you know, and then I guess in a way, Mjolnir and then like Thor, you know. The whole point of Thor 3 was that he didn't need the hammer to have those powers of Thor. But then, you know, in Infinity War, they gave him a new weapon because he could just he wasn't strong enough to defeat Thanos. Apparently, he needed a, another axe for that. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, same thing happened here. It's like, oh, wait. So, Mjolnir was destroyed, but it's Mjolnir still worked. It just, you know, was just waiting there. So, like, you didn't really need a new weapon. You just needed to go back to Earth where your first weapon was destroyed. <laughs> And get a new one. <laughs> I mean, and just grab it, you know. But whatever, man. You know, that's my little rant. I know it's been uh, <laughs> sounds like I hate the movie. I don't hate the movie. It was just like I said, I was just disappointed because I guess I had higher expect. It just didn't meet my expectations. Um, I'm still look- looking forward to it. I do like Thor as a character as a whole. The movie did have its good points. I want you all to see it for yourself if you haven't to you know come up with your own opinions and stuff. But if you agree with me, I'll be happy to hear. If you don't, if you disagree with me, I'll be happy to hear why and stuff like that. Reach out to me. Um, but other than that, like I said, I give Thor probably a seven out of ten, maybe a, a, a high six, low seven. Um, I don't really do ratings or anything like that. But if, like I said, if you want to watch this movie, just shut off your brain and just enjoy the ride because it's a kitty movie. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is. It's just a kitty movie. With that being said, we're gonna go on a short commercial break. And be back for the second half of the Be Strong, Stay Strong podcast, where I will give you all a life update and future plans uh, for 2022 and the rest of the year. I see you all soon. Welcome back to the second half of episode 50. Happy to have you back if you made it this far um this pat this part is going to be kind of more just life updates and going on with me kind of just you know uh have you keep you all up to date what's been going on and where i'm going yada 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 uh maybe in the future uh once this podcast begins to grow um people can start doing q a i'll start doing q a's with people who ask me questions and just kind of give my advice as to how i could best help your situation or best answer your question uh with that being said um overall with me um life is life is pretty good uh cannot complain um could be better as always like the great uh <laughs> sorry like the great peter parker aka toby mcguire aka spider-man said and spider-man no way home um just trying to do better and that's honestly what i'm trying to do 
from here on out, it's just trying to do better than I did before. Every day, every minute, every week, just trying to be better before the last. Um, life isn't perfect. It never will be. It really ever goes our way. Um, things happen, but it's just, you know, how we handle it that matters. Um, as you all probably can tell from the last few episodes, you know, life's been down and I've been dealing with things, but slowly starting to overcome it, you know, just taking it day by day. And I'm honestly in a better mental place, uh, an emotional place than I have been before. But, um, you know, just some drastic changes were being made. Uh, and I just really had, I wanted to go into the month of July, the second half of 2022 with a fresh start, clear conscience and clear head and, uh, really just trying to make the most of the year, really. Um, my YouTube channel, I've been slow to, uh, really put effort behind that. I've like three episodes in and I should have recorded more by now. I started that in June, uh, but just progress has been slow with that, but I just was not in a good mental place to record stuff in general let alone uh figure out how to do all this editing and stuff like that too so it's like a double whammy i'm not in a position i'm not in the mood to record and the episodes that i want to record i don't want to just put out anything I, it's not like a podcast where it's like easy to talk to a podcast is pretty you know low maintenance when it comes compared to a youtube video like i don't gotta worry about how i look i don't gotta worry about lighting or background i just gotta make sure this microphone works right uh and that's pretty easy just the rest is the rest is straightforward uh, when it comes to YouTube, like I said, I want to make sure the lighting is good. I want to make sure I look decent, you know, make sure I look good, you know, uh, have a good appearance. I want to make sure what I'm saying is clear and concise because, you know, rambling and stuff like that does not go well on a YouTube video. Um, you know, people like, you know, straight to the point, short, uh, bite-sizable content, um, depending on, like, especially when it comes to stuff that I'm putting out, which is self-improvement stuff. Like, they want you to just dive right into it. They don't want to look at a 20-minute video explaining your how your day went and stuff uh, unless that's a vlog or something <laughs> um but yeah so i am restructuring that uh, i do have ideas like it's no lack of ideas or inspiration it's just me actually doing it so um once i get this stuff settled um and things start to settle off more i will be putting more effort into the youtube stuff but that's just gonna be a slow burner i'm not gonna try to grow that rapidly I'm, i can't even promise the frequency of episodes it might be one a week i'm trying to do one a week but it might just be every other week or every so often or stuff like that honestly uh the con the, the podcast would be the most consistent thing you can expect from me you can definitely expect at least one episode a week from me um going forward but youtube comes um so at the place that i'm at right now i'm going to just focus on quality over quantity right now maybe next year when next year comes around i'm gonna try to you know when i'm in a better position gonna try to put more effort behind that but right now i'm just kind of learning the ropes taking it slow going from there um as far as twitch and stuff is concerned i might even start that earlier i know my plan was to start that by the end of the year um i want to save up for a gaming pc and stuff like that um so that way i can just you know have uh, my macbook for editing and one like have that act as one pc and then have my gaming pc and my playstation as a secondary um but i you know why wait now i feel like i might even just start playing around with some twitch streaming early on i do have a playstation right here i know you can stream directly from it so i'm gonna try to figure that out and just play some stuff um and then that should really all get back into gaming and getting a schedule going on with that because i might even be more consistent with the twitch streaming than the youtube stuff once i start um 
you know, I have some you know, the way my schedule works. I have some days and some uh, some idle time to really, you know, Twitch stream during the week. Maybe sometime on the weekend, record the podcast on the weekend, Sunday before the day, the day before it comes out, uh, and you know, try to do YouTube in between as well as like the other activities that I'm doing and stuff. Which leads me to my physical health update. Uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is doing pretty well. Um, last few, you know, like I said, I have not been in the mess mental place last few weeks so i have been going to every practice and plus i've been going out of town a lot these you know for july 4th weekend i went back to detroit and then this weekend i went back to detroit so i have not been able to attend the weekend practices either but i am getting that itch back again so i have not attended my 5 a.m session in like three to four weeks now um i've just been really attending the 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 evening sessions but i am progressing pretty well i feel like um, you know I, i'll Typically, you know, 5 a.m. classes, I roll a lot with higher belts, blue belts, purple belts, um, and a lot of purple belts. And, you know, I'm for a while, I've been getting my butt whooped, obviously, but I'm, like, learning as I go. And, like, the same techniques are getting me like that. Uh, I do private training, which I haven't done in a while either, but I will do private training with my instructor, who's a black belt, really knowledgeable. We work on techniques. Uh, and then whenever I can, I'll go to like open mats or any other session that I could attend to and just, you know, get the extra practice in and even roll with higher belts whenever I can. So last practice I went to, which was this past Thursday, uh, my instructor, the instructor of the class was a black belt. And I was like, hey, you know, you want to roll again for spring spar? And, we, you know, I sparred with her one time but in the past and she got me like she submitted me like three times within a minute, which was crazy. And um I was just, I wasn't expecting to beat her. Obviously, I'm a fresh white belt, but I just couldn't even touch her really. Uh, but this time, I was getting her. You know, I didn't get her out, I should say, but I was definitely countering a lot of her moves. She did not submit me at all, so I lasted like the whole five minutes this time without getting submitted. It's funny because near the end, like the last ten seconds, she was starting to get me. She had me in like the triple attack position, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> please let me last. So I lasted the last ten seconds, but for the most part, I was doing pretty well. I was pretty proud of myself. I rolled with a purple belt too, and uh, he. He didn't submit me either and i was getting pretty good on, i was you know i tried to get him in that i end a kind of choke um and but he was just a bigger dude so i couldn't really get that tight i couldn't get like a tight grip on it but um i ended up taking this back and trying to just go from there but did pretty well with that and then oh some roll with some other white belts like myself and you know submitted a couple but i can work i'm trying to work more i've been focusing heavily on my defense for like the longest but now my goal for jujitsu is kind of shifting towards some more offensive techniques. Because my goal, uh, it's currently July 10th, and I want to do a kind of my first competition um, by the end of the year, so sometime in December. Which gives me, which means I'm, I've started training. Let's just say May, so May, June, July for about three, two and a half months now. Um, by the time December comes around, it'll be what. I'll be training for about what seven, eight months, I believe. Um, which I feel like is hey decent enough. And as often as I go, like I'm gonna start to go to the more the five a.m. classes again, um, which is like four days a week. And I'm gonna go to the regular Tuesday, Thursday classes. So that's um, four plus two, six classes. I'm gonna go to the weekend classes whenever I can. So that's two, two. Um, so that's eight classes. And then I'm gonna do private training for once a week. So that's another hour. Or so. I'm getting like roughly nine hours of training of jujitsu a week, if not more. I might stay behind after a class and just do some more rolling and stuff like that. And whatever other, you know, if I could get there 
you know, if I have a day off or something like that, I'll take advantage of my day off and go to more classes and stuff. But roughly speaking, I'm going to be going, try to, you know, average around seven to nine hours of training a week, which is cool. I think that's really doable for me. And if I keep that up by December, I'll be really far ahead of the competition because I'm pretty much going to go into the beginner bracket, uh, the beginner uh, class um, and um, for noobs and novices and stuff. And I, I believe I have a pretty good chance. <laughs> I'm not really nervous. When it comes to like competitions and stuff, I don't really get nervous. I'm really confident and I'm excited in my abilities now. And I know that first competition jitters happens a lot, but right now i know it's far out and it's not it's just easy to say when i'm like seven months out <laughs> but um i'm feeling pretty good i'm feeling pretty confident um not trying to get too arrogant but you know i know that if i keep this training up keep being consistent at the very least and just keep improving and you know making my techniques just that much better every day i'll be in a good position outside of that um I announced on my Instagram, so if you want to follow me on there, Mr. Underscore Awesome TV, that's going to be like my main private, that's going to be my main personal Instagram. Um, I've announced that I'm going to be focusing heavily on my uh, physique and health physically as well. So I'm trying to, I guess, I don't, I'm not looking for a certain look, but I definitely want to get stronger overall in weight training. So, you know, increase my bench press, increase my squat, increase my deadlift and other subsequent, you know, subsequent um lifts and stuff i i guess i do want to you know get some more muscle mass because you can never have too much um unless you do but i'm not trying to get that superhero physique right um you know wide back low you know narrow waist uh you know and just increase that athleticism overall i'm not really chasing a certain size but i would definitely want to have that look that athletic look and being able to perform athletically as well increase my cardio um because cardio would definitely help with my jujitsu training, which has gotten better. Um, and then my flexibility as well, which would also subsequently help my jujitsu training. Um, I'm not going to try to focus solely on bodybuilding per se, but I definitely do want to look good. I definitely do want to look like an athlete, you know, be able to take off my shirt and, you know, feel confident in myself. I do. I am actually shirtless now and I feel pretty good, but I wanna definitely want to get some more muscle on my legs and stuff because... I feel like my legs were lacking, but so far so good. You know my physique looks pretty pretty good now. Uh, I got a, a definitely a strong four pack, and with a slight hint of a six pack visible without flexing. Um, my arms and shoulders have gotten bigger, uh, which is I feel like my arms and shoulders are like the hardest to grow. Honestly, uh, my chest and my back were the easiest to grow. I never really had to do too much for that. But I definitely want to make my legs grow so that way I don't become disproportionate. I'm pretty proportionate now. Um, my legs are always the biggest overall, but it's like, it just doesn't look muscular. They're just big legs in a way. Uh, but I definitely want to, uh, increase the muscle depthness in there and muscle size overall. So, um, try to be more consistent with the gym. So the days that I don't go to evening jujitsu class, which would be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to go weight training and focus heavily on that and do stretching and stuff probably on the weekends recovery maybe some cardio and stuff like that uh i want to be more consistent and serious about that as well because you know um, it's important to have uh, not just have the strength but the length to support it have you know that flexibility the mobility so that way it can prevent you know damages and tears and injuries in the future um 
So what about mentally or intelligently? I don't know how to say it, but reading. So <laughs> how, how am I uh, growing my knowledge and expanding my my uh, my prowess? Um, currently reading the Four Agreements. Um, it's a book. Um, honestly, I don't have the book on me right now. I wish I had it right now, but it's in my book bag. Uh, I haven't read it much, but I got to the first chapter. Basically, it's just in a, a self-improvement book. Um, I feel like it's important for me now, especially at this time where I'm kind of going through a change, a big change in my life. And I want to start off strong on the right foot. So um, just going to just, you know, get back on that book a month goal. Um, I started off strong. I got to like March. So three books have been three to four books have been read this month. Yeah, four books have been read this this year. But I'm like two behind, I think, or three now. Um May, April, May. So yeah, so I did December, um, January, February, March, June. So I'm like, and then I'm doing July. So yeah, I'm two two books behind. Uh, my goal for twelve books for the year, um, so far. But this book is a short read. I'm sure I could read it if I if I already put my head down and just read it like an hour a day. I could definitely read it in like two to three days. Honestly, um, I don't know why I've been slacking, but I'm gonna get back onto that. Uh, I think my head is pretty much in a good place right now Because my thing about me is like If my head ain't in a good place man It just really affects everything else And it's like it's all a cycle You know it's a negative loop It's that like the cycle is like okay if my head ain't in a good place I need to do things to put me in a good place What are things that can put me in a good place Work out you know uh, Read meditate stuff like that But then if my head's not in a good place I don't want to meditate read or do anything like that So it's just like ugh so something's got to give, but uh, I am going to be consistent, and that's one thing I really have to force myself to do. Um, I consistent with the podcast, despite everything that's been happening. I never fail doing that, and I'm going to pull, but you know, do those longer episodes once a week, less stressful. But then I'm going to have to force myself, no matter how I'm feeling. I'm always going to have to meditate. I'm going to have to read. I'm going to have to journal. I'm going to have to work out. You know, I can't let these mind blocks these mental blocks stop me you know um because my standpoint is hey if i'm if I, if I can't get my head into my my workout i'm just gonna be there lollygagging and wasting time and i'm just like i'm just wasting time being there um but i just have to find a way to break that um i know what i need to do but it's just a matter of am i ready to do it i don't know uh but i'm gonna have to make myself get ready soon sooner rather than later because it's been it's been, it's been a while since I've been dealing with this And it's just time for me to Really stop being weak And be strong And you know I need to do what I must To say the least um, So yeah Yeah Overall that's pretty much that um, I'll go into more specifics of that But overall you know your boy You know t- First half of 2022 I lost, I'll just say, just to put it blankly, it could have been better. I was lacking, and I definitely didn't put a lot of effort as I could have been into certain things um, for uh, various reasons. But at the end of the day, they're all excuses. But it's time for me to stop that. It's time for me to live up to this podcast name and be strong, stay strong, live up to my name of Mr. Awesome, really act like it from now on. And that's something you can really expect from not going forward. Like, that's why I'm really excited for this this new chapter this new level in the podcast This new level in life You know You can't win everything 
you know every level is going to be have their own difficulty you know you're not going to win every match you're not going to win every game but it's how you come back and how you bounce back that matters so just keep pushing keep going never give up and you'll soon accomplish you know you you overcome the challenges that you're currently facing with that being said thank you all for listening uh if you like the podcast rate the podcast five stars on apple Podcasts and spotify share it with your friends and family and always remember i'm proud of you i love the person you're becoming i'm always going to be there for you as always have an awesome day <laughs>